I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Pay Attention, Please, Hollywood Life's Real Housewives podcast. I'm Chris Rogers. And I'm Eric Tedisco. And we are back for another episode. Um, but we are doing things a little bit differently this week. Usually we record our interviews prior to doing this little news segment and recapping the week's shows. Um, but this week we are doing our interview after the interview. We can say mm-hmm. that we are interviewing Jennifer Pajanti of Real Housewives of Orange County, our favorite new housewife. Yes, we um, love Jen. And I'm loving her on the show, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, but yeah, we're going to interview her after after this part of the podcast episode. So obviously, as always, stick around for that at the end. And I know that we started saying this last week, but please, please subscribe to our podcast on both Apple and Spotify. Um, so you get reminded of our episodes because sometimes they're coming out Thursdays, sometimes Fridays, and we don't want you to miss them. Yeah, this week, um, because our scheduling with Jen didn't work, you know, got a little screwy. So um, this episode's dropping on a Friday, but for the most part, our episodes have been dropping on Thursday for the past month or so. Um, yeah. So yeah, subscribe, give us five stars and all that fun mm-hmm. stuff. And um, later on, you'll hear our interview with Jen, but we're going to kick things off to touch on some topics. And why don't we start with Atlanta? Yeah, which is actually getting better. We we said this last week. Bless. Picking up. Yeah. It's yeah. I mean, it always helps when they go on a trip on any franchise just because it isolates them and, you know, they got to hash things out and there tends to kind of always be drama. Um, my God, this is an unlucky season for Miss Kenya Moore, though. The girl has spent half. Oh, no, I know. This is her hospital. second hospitalization. No, it's like I hate to say it, but I'm kind of just like Kenya this season. There's been nothing there, but because she's had some unfortunate situations that aren't you know out of her control control. i mean the girl literally slipped and fell the poor thing i know i think she's got a big booty to you know cushion out there but um i mean they're in portugal in the off off season so it's it's been raining their whole trip Mm -hmm. Kenya came out late typical like kenya's late and then she slips and falls and everyone's on the bus they see it happen and courtney later says to drew it's Mm -hmm. karma has, have you warmed up to Courtney? Where are you stand on Courtney at this point in this season? I'm still not a fan, but I but it, she wasn't bothering me last few seasons, probably because she was taking more of a backseat. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I always, you know, want to welcome new blood and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she just came in a little too hot at the start of the season, but she simmered down. And now, I mean, I don't know. Like part of me like loves the karma statement because it's obviously going to cause drama later in the season, which we want. Yeah. But I don't know if she's trying too hard. I can't figure it out yet. Yeah, I will say like that comment, like if Kenya or Candy said that, people would be like, oh my God, brilliant. Like what a great. So I think people people are picking and choosing, you know, that statement in itself, like every housewife could say that. Like it's, it's like a classic, you know, line that someone would say. So I just think because it came from her. 
Um, I think she's giving more than Mignetta. I mean, oh, for sure. There ain't much going on there. I mean, come yeah. on now. There isn't, you know, is anything happening there with all due respect to Mignetta? No. <laughs> um, nothing on this trip, at least. I mean, no. <laughs> nothing on season 15. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think let's, you know, dive into obviously the big moment was the rehashing of the whole bolo night with. Yeah. How it played out, it seemed, was that they were filming, and then they stopped filming, and then Marlo put up her phone and was recording in the midst of an argument between the ladies. It seemed like, you know, some of them may have been intoxicated at this point, but Candy was claiming that during the season 13 Bolo mm-hmm. night, which was Cynthia's bachelorette, right? That was Cynthia's Yeah, it was, yeah. That didn't end well. In South Carolina, I think. Yeah, for that marriage, that didn't end well. Yeah, because that was the COVID season, so they yes. had to survive. Um, Candy claimed that LaToya and drew made out this had come up at that season 13 reunion and mm-hmm. latoya said that they had made out drew said they didn't drew still says that they didn't and that latoya ended up backtracking and denying that they ever did and apologized to her and ralph and that candy set her up to say that um then we end the episode with the flash forward of this alleged relationship that drew's having with a girl like there's there's a lot you know going on there for sure and um where do you stand in terms of did she make out with Latoya or not? So it's hard to remember, to be honest. Season, I remember the 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 bachelorette party. I don't remember the reunion thing. So you're saying that Latoya eventually denied it or like said it never happened. That's what Drew said. Drew said on the episode. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, Marlo filming thing. She said no. Latoya said that that was never the truth, and she apologized to me and Ralph for saying it, and that Candy told her to say it. So Drew is basically saying that there was never any truth to that. Oh, okay, I thought you were saying that you remember seeing that on the reunion as well. No, um, we never saw Latoya say it didn't happen. Drew says, I guess after the fact that maybe Latoya was just doing it for drama, and after was like, yeah, no, that didn't happen. I've never like. Candy's never really lied. Like, I don't think I can remember a single time where she's been caught in a lie. I don't think on the show, not like something that big. Yeah. Um, so that makes me believe it, but it's kind of like Marlo said in her confessional, she's like, uh, I 80% believe it. She's like, it, it sounds plausible, but like Drew's be very convincing saying it didn't happen. So maybe like just 80%, I believe it happened. Um, I think it did. Uh, a lot went down that night that truly was never fully revealed. Um, Andy saw it. Uh, she said she saw it with her own eyes. Uh, Marlo kind of insinuated she saw it, I think. I don't know. Um, I think it happened. Me too. That's kind of what I've come to decide. Um, yeah, that whole Bolo Bachelorette thing, that really was like the last great thing that's happened in Atlanta, I feel like. Like that was, there was so much drama that came from that. And it was even during the COVID season when like not a ton was going on. Um, yeah, it was obviously, and it's rare to see Candy and Drew get into it because they are so, they're pretty thick as thieves and they get along mm-hmm. really well. But it was kind of fun to see like a little bit of a shift in dynamics. Yeah. Um, what do you think just about Drew being on the trip and being paranoid about Ralph? I mean, like, that's not a good sign for a marriage when like you're away no. and he's away and you're worried about what he's doing. Like, no, not at all. If you're worrying what you're doing, doing, you clearly don't trust each other, which is right. not a good foundation for a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, these are obviously the first cracks that we're seeing heading into their split. Um, it's, uh, 
I don't know. I just wish she would have told the ladies in that moment, but obviously she didn't want to. She wasn't ready to, that that's why she was so emotional. It's just like she was stressed out, like worrying, what is Ralph doing? He's in Vegas. He's with this woman who, you know, was rubbing oil all over him and being, you know, flirtatious. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there's... It's good. I'll say that. Yeah, the cracks are forming. And, you know, I think we only have a couple episodes left in the season. so obviously we're going to see the start of the deterioration with that marriage. And then, you know, it's going to cut a couple months ahead when they picked up filming to catch the aftermath. I'm sure that might just be like an episode in itself. I.e. Vanderpump Rules, like what they did when their finale ended up being the episode yeah. when they picked up filming. Yeah, so I don't think they picked up. That. I know they picked up, but I don't think they filmed too much. So I think you're right. I think it'll be like one episode. Yeah. If, if that, if that, maybe the second half of an episode, mm-hmm. kind of like what they did with Salt Lake after Jen you know, with Jen's like yes. situation. Um, after the episode aired though, there was something that Sheree said while they were in Portugal. Um, I think it was Sheree. She made a comment about, I don't know if she named Candy, but she said people are acting fake. Was it Candy? I think she's talking about Candy. Yeah. Yeah. And so then yeah, Candy, did like a, Candy did, um, posted a video and it's what it's, where does she post it? It's that thing you always talk about. She does like a radio show or something. On it. Yeah. She has like a little, like YouTube, it's like her YouTube show. I think it's oh, okay. when she literally says that Sheree is like a new cast member. Yeah, she makes fun of her new face, which is so her. like, oh my God, it's so distracting. It really is. I know. And it's just, it's like her confessional for the second half of the season. So it just started like an episode or two ago. Who is she? I That's don't like, know. It's a different person. She has a I'm, totally different nose. Um which I know, I think she looked different on Watch Women's Live and Andy asked about it and she was like vague and didn't say. She goes, what are you talking about? Kind of, you know, response. Um, so I don't think she she has admitted yet that she had a nose job. That's for the reunion. But that's what it looks like. I mean, I can't say for sure either, but she has a different face. Yes. And now uh, as, as um, we're recording this today, they did, they're filming the reunion today. Did you see, I don't know if you saw the Peach Report put out the um, the lineup. The seating area. No. Oh my gosh. How did I miss this? Tell me. I'll, I'll run it down for you. So it's Sheree, Marlo, Sonia. The three and three split is obvious. Right. Marlo, Sonia. Okay. Marlo, Sonia. Sheree is next to Andy. Other side, it's Drew. Wow. Kenya Candy. Wait, wasn't Candy last last season too? I would have swapped. Candy does not deserve to be on the end. Not this season, at least. I would put Kenya on the end. I'm sorry. The girls I would have put Kenya on, on the end. Wait. It's, oh, because. Kenya's across from Marlo and yeah. I, uh... Are you surprised that Drew got first seat? I mean, probably not, but like she is the, like, are you surprised that she got it over to Kenya and Candy? I thought. Candy I think if she didn't get divorced, she wouldn't be first seat. No, 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 no. Cause obviously this is going to be the hot take. This is what they're going to tease into and talk a lot about like during part two. Yes. Part three. I don't know how many parts of this reunion really needs. But... So if they're filming now, then yes, we probably only have four or five episodes left. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Probably another month to go. And then I'm sure they'll throw in Courtney and Manietta on the opposite sides. Yes. Courtney on the side. Yes. Yeah. It's the guest. Yeah, it's side, like yeah. Jersey right now. It's like very split down the middle. Very you know, on side. It's just like. I know a lot also came out from Atlanta today. I also forgot to send this part to you too, but did you see the whole Sonia's um, pregnancy shoot that she did with people? Yeah. And that the pregnancy that 
happens during the end of the season is not her pregnancy. She had another miscarriage. She had a miscarriage after that. Oh, really good. I don't, I didn't go through the whole article, but I did read enough for that info, but I think she may have done an interview with Dave Quinn. I know it's on people uh-huh. um, want to check it out, but she finds out during the end of this season, which we saw in the mid season trailer that she's pregnant but yeah. then two months into that pregnancy or two months after she found out she had a miscarriage. So now she's four months pregnant. Oh, really? So there's now there's wow. you know, there's going to be a lot to discuss with her. At when did we interview her? It was it was in the past four months, right? I mean, obviously, yes, I no, I remember I remember exactly when it was because I wasn't here. I was away. I was in L.A. So you did it by yourself. Oh, it, was that's right. weekend of, it was the last weekend of April. So and she was she just so she was just she probably just found out. And it's funny because I did ask her, like, do you, you know, are you guys still? Yeah. On. Second but obviously she well. wasn't showing at all. I mean, like, and- no, 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 of course not. No, I was just curious if she was already pregnant. Um, on uh, well, that's heartbreaking, but yeah, like it bittersweet. It's happy news yeah. now. You know, I'm sure it was tough, and we'll see that play out a little bit, maybe at the end of the season. Yeah, maybe. And obviously that'll be discussed at the reunion, you know, that they're filming today. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, before we jump off of Atlanta, let's discuss Nini. The Nini of it all. Nini- Nini's back in the headlines. She did a sit down at, I believe, a two part interview with Carlos Cans, yes. who is, you know, her buddy from back in the day. He was he was a producer on Atlanta and Jersey, I believe. Yeah, he was on Jersey during the Daniel Jersey. And yeah, he said Atlanta. He uh, started executive producing season six, which is the um, best season of Atlanta, of the time. best season of Atlanta after he did her wedding special, which was between five and six, I think. Six might be the best housewife season ever of all time. Well, that's what they said. I mean, Nini and Carlos both said season six is probably the most amazing season of Atlanta. It got like over five million viewers. The best, like it's the it was it's the six people that you want for Atlanta. Like it's the greatest cast. Well, that's what he said too. Yeah, he was like, "That is the cast that everyone says the best cast across fifteen seasons," and I. I agree. I mean, of course, I would have loved a little mix of Kim Zolciak in there. But if we can't have her, that is literally the best cast that Atlanta has seen ever, 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 ever. So big takeaways from Nini was um, she hates everyone. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, right. She kind of (laughs) does. Yeah. I mean, you say anything positive about anyone? I don't know where her and Candy stand. She didn't really talk about Candy all that much. She talked more about Cynthia, Kenya, Portia, and a little bit of Phaedra, um, which are obviously everyone except Candy from the season six cast, you know? So those are the people we wanted her to talk about. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think she she didn't get too much into Kim Zolciak at all, really, um, which might be in part two if she talks about her at all. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, my my biggest takeaway was, number one, that Portia almost got fired after season five. I do think she likes Portia. I should take back that she hates everyone. I do think she has warm feelings. Yeah, she likes Portia. She said she fought for Portia. Producers wanted to cut Portia after season five. They thought she was just boring and not interesting. And Nini said, you know, I feel like she's holding back. I think there's more there. Her and Cordell are splitting. Like, you don't want to let her go now. Like, keep her on the show. See what happens. Obviously, she stayed on for like eight more seasons. Um, So it was worth the fight. I mean, she was right. I mean, Portia is one of the greatest of Atlanta that I think. Um, And then she said that the other takeaway I would say is, she said that she felt like the show took a turn in a negative way Kenya. when Kenya and Portia came on. She felt like, and more so, I think she was talking about Kenya, mm-hmm. but basically it started to feel like a show where people, you know, there's always this talk of housewives like creating storylines. 
And Nini felt like it was getting to the point where like, you know, Kenya came on and had that quote unquote supposed fake boyfriend that, you know, she was accused of paying or hiring or whatever. Um, Kenya has denied it in the past. Um, but I think Nini obviously still believes it. And she just felt like even the theatrics of we love Kenya's twirl, but like Nini felt like it was a little theatrical and just not authentic. Um, so she felt like the show took a turn there. She, she's not saying that she doesn't think Kenya was a good addition to the show. I think she was she more saying that the title. show itself mm-hmm. took a turn at that moment. Yeah, and I think you could kind of see that in any franchise, though, because I think once yeah. going, you know, people, you know, when the show starts, you can't be a fan of the show because there was no show. You know, Nini and Kim Zolziak and Sheree, you know, but now, of course, we're in, you know, seasons 14 and 15 and 16 with so many of these franchises. So mm-hmm. people see the show, they study the show, they, yes. you know, want to come on and have a moment. You know, back then there was no table flip. Yeah, just, just things happened and then it became a moment. Now people are trying to make a moment. They so I don't understand what she was saying. And I don't think she was necessarily, and I do think like it did get a little bit misconstrued. I I don't think she was putting all the blame on Kenya, like you just said, and saying like Kenya is the one who changed the show solely or r- ruined the show. Mm-hmm. It was just, I think it was just more so the timing and that she came in and that she was like a little bit theatrical and that mm-hmm. it was, that was definitely like a game changer, even though those next seasons were great. I mean, I, I think that's probably peak Atlanta, right? Five, six, all that time. Yeah. Seven. Yeah, seven. Nini was on seven. And then, I mean, six had the, the what's it called? The sleepover episode. The yeah, um, six had the fights too. The pillow talk fight or something. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then I think this season six reunion is the uh, the Porsche. Oh yeah. Wild when yeah. um Portia went after Kenya, right? Or Kenya went after Portia. Well, it was that was the whole blowhorn thing. Oh no, Portia went after Kenya. Yes. Yeah, Kenya was it was like a Monique and Scandis situation, like who's you know putting their fingers. Yeah, someone it, yeah, you know. someone it takes two to tango. Someone's antagonizing the you know. I, yeah, I completely agree. Um, as we kind of round out here. Do we think we're closer to a Nini Leaks return? Is a Nini Leaks return ever happening? I don't know. I think we have to wait. So part two of the podcast interview comes out Tuesday, August 1st at 9 Um, Mm a.m. Carlos King's podcast. Um, And that's where she's going to talk about Andy Cohen, why she sued the network, etc. So I think we'll get a little more information in that chat. Uh, I do think Nini is crucial to the success of Real Hostess Atlanta. Yeah, I just don't know if we'll ever get her back. Sadly, I think we don't know enough about the lawsuit yet. Hopefully we'll learn more next week's episode. Do I think the show needs her? Yes. Do I think we'll get her? It's like a 50 50 split, I feel like. Yeah, I lean towards no, just because I'm sure there's a lot more behind the scenes stuff about her negative uh, relationship with Bravo that and Andy that we even know. I mean, I'm sure it's, if we yeah. that, it's probably even worse. Um, and it's, you know, it's worth noting that now that they've, they're filming, filming the reunion pretty much then that means they're completely wrapped with production for this season. We have only a few episodes to go coming the coming weeks slash months. We're going to be hearing who's back, who's not, and what the plan yeah. is for season 16. Cause what we have right on now on paper I don't think we're repeating that. That's just my opinion. I don't think we're getting these. No, and I think the problem is like... To come. There's going to be changes, I think. But we said that better. Think that the so. show... I think what we've learned from OC is that... And what I believe is that these shows need the veteran cast members. Mm-hmm. I don't think they can truly succeed 
with like just more new people and phasing out these veterans. I mean, unless you're doing a whole new show like New York, which time will tell if that that is successful, that that mm-hmm. form of rebranding. Um, but like this, you know, like Sonia and um Courtney and you know, even Marlo, like we've talked about, it. I think Marlo is better as a friend and yeah, invested in those relationships that you don't know about. And I, I'm not really interested in getting new people on the show. Like I'm just missing Cynthia, I'm missing Phaedra. I'm missing Nini. I'm missing Kim Zolciak. Like, did I say Portia? Like we're missing Portia. Like I think Portia's watch- back. I think Portia is going to be on next season. I think I Portia think will be really back. Feeling. They're going to bring at least one back. Cause they're going to go their OC route and try to yes. Heather Dubrow and a Tamara, they're going to try to bring a staple of the show back. Yes. And your options are who? Who are your options? Portia. I think Kim we might get Portia full time. And I think we might either get Cynthia or Kim Zolciak as a friend. Yeah. And I think that's probably going to go Kim Z. And you could bring her back via Sheree. Because I think Sheree is going to stay. Yes. I think Sheree is going to stay. But I also, yeah. So that's my, uh, we'll see how the reunion plays out. They obviously will make the decisions after. But yeah, I don't think Nini will be back next year. I think it'll be too soon. If she ever comes back, I think it'll be like the next, she'll be the Tamara that comes back the next year. Yeah. Um, but that, that's, I think that's the formula for Atlanta to succeed. I don't think we can keep going the way it is. Yeah, I think you just need enough familiarity, um, which is what we're having in OC. And I think that's, you know, important. Um, we don't have any fam- familiarity on New York. But I like New York. I'm liking it. Yeah, I think because we know we knew what it was. Like we, yeah. it's not like new people trying to form with the the veterans. It's completely new. You know what you're getting. You're getting a new storyline, new people. Um, they're not trying to mesh in with the veterans, and you can tell they really don't know each other. You know, mm-hmm. so I think it is a little bit different. Uh, I'm still enjoying it. Um, ratings fell a little bit, but I think that's normal for a new show. Um, I think we'll see as the season picks up and people, but Bryn was missing too. Maybe that was a big factor. Yeah. Maybe people are like, Bryn's not on the trail. I'm out. <laughs> I'm staying home with her. Yeah. Um, don't care, I guess. But they're I in like the Hamptons. Her. I like that they're already on a trip together. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if it's not international, I like that they're like in a house together, trapped together, you know, having group scenes and being funny and, and sharing stories about their past. Obviously we got Jenna Lyons revealing, you know, the terrible way she was outed by yeah. uh, the New York Post when she was yeah. out on a date with a woman, but she said they weren't even being romantic, but it, I guess it was enough to raise some, I don't want to say red flags, but just basically like catch, catch someone's attention. Yeah. Um, and she was at work and, you know, they called and, uh, super interesting comment to see if she, you know, cause she worked at J crew at the time and, and, the New York Post wanted to know if it was true. She was dating a woman and she just confirmed it. She was like, she said it just felt right to confirm it in that moment. It felt liberating for her. It was scary, but there's also something she revealed about like not having a great relationship with her mom. I think her mom's still living, right? She just talked about a health incident in the first episode or something. No, I thought her mom died. Didn't she talk oh, about that? What it was? I'm I sorry. That her mom had died maybe a couple months before production oh, that's began. So sad. She's was, saying um, that they didn't have a great. There definitely seemed to be issues there. I presume about her sexuality. I think that that's yeah. the basis of. But yeah, I mean, Jenna Lyons. She's kind of like when she's talking on the screen, you want to listen. Like I'm, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm interested in like what she has to say. Um, I'm not really into Jessel. <laughs> And from what I'm like hearing, I don't think people like love her. I mean, I, I interviewed her before she dropped. She was super sweet. Poor thing. Oh and did the show cast her to get a season two divorce? Because that's kind of what I'm getting. I don't know. 
She doesn't. I don't think she really knows what she signed up for. Somehow. Even at the premiere, like I know I've received the obviously the joke is like that she threw she threw up and the poor girl was sick. Like I'm kidding around about that, but like she did seem a little out of her element. Like it, yes. it doesn't seem like this is her environment. And that's how she feels on the show. Yeah. Hundred percent. It's the it feels the exact same. I, I mean, she's revealing it's great for us as viewers, mm-hmm. but I don't think she realizes like what she's revealing and how it's gonna affect her life moving forward. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I mean, even just, you know, she said how her and her husband haven't had sex in a year. And I think she thought like in a normal situation, you would tell some girlfriends that or some friends and they'd probably be like, oh, my God, you know, and like maybe give you some advice or whatever. And then you'd move on, probably maybe in a few weeks, someone would touch base and be like, oh, you know, has it improved, et cetera, you know. But these ladies are like, we're on a TV show. We're going to hammer this thing down. Like we're going to like truly like just keep asking you why aren't you having sex like are you doing this why don't you do this like and i think she was just like kind of at that point like it was almost like i don't want to use the b word but to me it felt a little bullyish like i don't know i felt bad for her that's what i mean i think she's just not right in her element and i think she doesn't know how to handle it quite yet Mm -hmm. um but yeah i feel like a divorce is coming i mean we saw in the preview that her husband's just going away he's like i need to get away and and they don't have sex and they started as friends for many many years the only reason i think they got together is because they were living together as roommates and her mom's like you should just marry him kind of thing and they did and i don't know it just doesn't seem like they're in love you know yeah if there's little issues there they're gonna be expedited by the show yeah members are gonna you know pick at stuff the show, the Pratt people are going to yeah. talk about it. The Pratt yeah. fans, is, this is going to be her, this is her storyline now. So I believe that, you know, more is going to come from that. Um, I think Erin's my favorite so far. I really, really yeah. like Erin. I think she, she, she's like a very serious person, but which I like because she gets like pissed mm-hmm. off kind of easy. Like, I think that it's, there's like a fun dichotomy between like, who's like goofy, like Uba's super goofy, Bren is goofy. And then like, I feel like Erin, and is very serious size kind of serious like i think there's like a nice dichotomy between different you know it's obviously diverse by how they look and you know their religion and their culture but also just their personalities too so that's why i feel like we have a nice mix of everything like i think uba is super super fun and we both said she kind of does give brenda of energy a little bit mm-hmm. um she's a little bit almost like kiki on miami and i think i mean yeah. obviously there's way more we're seeing much more really gotten much of her personal storyline yet and i don't know yeah, if she no. has one and whenever someone on the cast doesn't have that they they give off more friend energy mm-hmm. um but she's fun yeah it's not a bad thing it's just like sometimes people fit different roles and they're they do it really well i think marlo's better as a friend i know she has her nephews and stuff like that but outside of that i just don't feel that i'm that invested in her personal life mm-hmm. and some people are better in small doses yeah uh, i can't say that for uba yet i mean she's very funny when she's on screen um and stuff like that but we'll see we'll see as it, as the season plays out uh we just got actually like screeners for the next like three episodes which i was just about to say that they never do that I know. I'm so excited to dive into them this week. Yeah. So we have just everyone, we have seen episode three, which will be this coming Sunday. And then we'll be able to watch um, four or five, six. I'll probably sprinkle it out this way. I'm not like five episodes ahead. And I'm like, yeah, forget about it when we talk about it. Yeah. We're going to be like watching the episodes that are airing in like October at this point. But yeah, yeah, so far it's good. I think the fan reaction has been nice. You know, there wasn't any crazy drama. There's going to be more drama in episode three. Obviously, we can't give spoilers, but I think episode two has the least amount of drama. 
But it was still fun to see them go to the Hamptons. I mean, it's very New York. Like if you're going to do a cash trip, similar yeah, to Jersey, sure. the Jersey Shore, like you might as well have them go to the Hamptons. Yeah. I mean, Aaron has a house there. Jenna has a house too. And she was staying at her own place. Um, I will say if I went to someone's house and all they served me was caviar, I need more food. Oh, First, yeah. I don't even yeah. like caviar. Let's just say the people I hang out with don't eat caviar. I don't know many people that do just casually eat caviar, but that is why this is a real house with New York City. Yeah. But give me something more than caviar, yeah. please. So yeah. I respect people for going to the sandwich place that ultimately was closed. It was closed. Yeah. I know. I would have been, She at least she laughed it off. I probably would have been hangry and mad. Like, I'm really uh, here I come. Yeah. Um, we also got another episode of OC this week, which was Vicky Gunvalson's return. Yep. Um, OG of the OC. Um, we've been waiting for that. It's been, you know, teased in promos and whatnot. Um, but before that was at the end. So we'll, we'll sort of start from the beginning um, and talk a little bit about few things that happened this week one first one being gina is still working on her real estate license she mm-hmm. um had like a cute scene with her ex matt his girlfriend i believe um yeah. travis and all their kids and you know they're just talking about their careers and stuff and it really seems like they have the co-parenting thing down her and matt obviously you know mended as best they could obviously she you know she said she's still triggered by the cheating more than um the physical abuse that's what it was right i don't know if, has she really said i don't know if she said that has she i don't know if am i mixing something up yeah i don't know if she's really said that what was the thing that he was being charged with a felony and then she dropped it to a misdemeanor Oh, yeah, but I don't think that was to her. That was, well, he, no, but she got a DUI. Was it his, his DUI or she got a DUI? She got a DUI. Um, let me check. She looks good. Her ex husband Matt looks good. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> let's not get too far into it because I don't know the exact details. Yeah, I always thought there was it. something that it maybe it was like a um, isolated incident. I won't talk about it because I'm not obviously 100% sure. Yeah. Um, but there was some some legal drama between them. She dropped it to a misdemeanor so that he it could help benefit his career in the long run. I think if he had a felony, he, it was going to really severely affect his career. Yeah. Um, and she thought about the betterment of their children. And she's like, listen, you you getting a job and stuff like that is helps our children. So I'm going to drop this to a misdemeanor. They made peace. Like, obviously, he's apologized to her for their past. Um, and they seem to be at a good place. And he, yeah, I mean, he's looking really good. Yeah, I agree. He certainly <laughs> is. Um, so yeah, that was nice to see. I like that we're no, getting yeah. this story. I'm kind of in, in, um, enjoying everyone's like little stories. Like I, we're getting so many group scenes, which I think is really nice and important to Housewives. But like anytime they sprinkle like the individual personal scenes, like I'm enjoying like Emily with her daughter, you know, modeling and her yeah. funny moments with her and Shane, you know, the situation with Gina, like mm-hmm. we got to see Taylor Armstrong's daughter this episode. I know. She's all like, grown up. Just so, it's just so like, especially everything that happened at the beginning of Beverly Hills, but just how long ago the beginning of Beverly Hills was like, this is like a full blown, beautiful grown up girl. Like it's, it's, it's hard to grasp your head around that. And yeah. knowing that, you know, everything that happened at the beginning of Beverly Hills, how this is, this person's grown into like a, you know, great mm-hmm. adult this point um so we got i mean we got two really big storylines this week the one is jen who we're interviewing in a little bit came face to face with heather 
Amin, um, yeah. who is a mutual friend of Tamara's and Jen's. This is the person that supposedly is giving Tamara all the information about Ryan. Right. That, you know, he, he received the dick sent pack. a dick pic, which yeah. I guess he's confirmed that he did accidentally. Um, and that he came into the gym and said he wanted to have sex with Tamara. This information is coming from Heather as well. Right. Um, Heather and me, not Heather Dubrow. You know, the producers um, were like, God damn it, this is confusing. Like, I know. Be Heather. Uh, so um, they finally came face to face at a pool party Emily threw. Um, and Heather kind of just like Jen kind of confronted Heather and Heather basically said like, listen, I'm not out to get your relationship. I'm just protective of you. And I don't want you to, I don't want to see you get hurt. Like if I was dating someone and you knew they did these things or whatever, I'd want you to be like, Hey, what are you, what's going on? You know? So I guess Jen was kind of appreciative of that. Um, and she was like, thank you. And then it like quickly sidestepped to Tamara apologizing for the napkin throw last week to Jen. Um, so I don't know where they really go from here, but that was kind of like it became the B storyline this week because they started foreshadowing stuff going on with Shannon and John Jansen. Yeah, I did think um, Heather Amin came off like better than I thought. Like I thought she was like going to come in and like give thirsty energy and like try to start a fight in front of the cameras. Like, yeah, I, I don't feel like she really came off like that, which I liked. I mean, I'm not looking for her to really join the show unless no, that's like, because I don't even know if this storyline will go past this season. I don't think so. I'm sure we're going to get more and, you know, we're going to dish the dirt on that when we talk to Jen. But yeah, um, yeah I didn't think Heather, I mean, really came off that bad. Um, I just, yeah, it was definitely interesting. I mean, the whole Jen Ryan storyline, I'm so, how has there not been a scene and we're going to ask her this between Tamara and Ryan, is that like something that just like hasn't happened naturally? Is it that producers don't want it to happen? Like, why haven't we gotten, why haven't we gotten that? Yeah, maybe it will happen. I haven't seen anything in the trailer indicating that it's going to, from what I've watched, yeah. at least. We still have to get to the mid-season trailer, which will probably be in a week or two. But that how, how has that not happened yet? Like, that surprises me. Me too. Um, I want, I will have to ask her because I, I don't know if it's something her and Ryan don't want or something Tamara doesn't want or has happened. Yeah, we'll, we'll. Oh, I think Tamara would want it. Come on now, we're talking Tamara. Yeah. <laughs> would want that. Yeah. They would want that. Do you, before we get to the Trace Amigos reunion, do you feel like Taylor's, I mean, um, Tamara's being producer too much this season? <laughs> and I, I love what she's bringing to the show. This is the yeah. best season we've had in probably five years, but like, yeah, it almost seems a little obvious. It's not, yeah. she's not good at hiding it. She's giving us a good show. I'll say that. And I know you, yeah. you agree. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you can, it's very obvious. I mean, we'll even bring it up in the Trace Amigas reunion. But yeah, I mean, she's driving the storyline all around in this show. And I think that's why it's so much better. Mm -hmm. um, I know some fans get annoyed by it, but I mean, look at the show we have this year versus last year, you know? No, it's, it's, it's really, really good. And I do think that, you know, this is someone that has a Housewives podcast that has to watch all the shows and recap them. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Like we do. So 
she is going into it with, I would, I would say like a plan a little bit. Um, yeah. Making good TV. So thank you, Tamara. We love yes, you. Thank you. <laughs> Let's get to the Trace Amigos reunion, which was super fun. Nice to see Vicky. She seems, you know, Gina had such, such said such nice things about Vicky when we had her on, mm-hmm. on the podcast last week. And we know we're going to see more of Vicky because she's going to be a part of the cast trip to Mexico in the second half. But she seems just so happy. And, you know, she yeah. seemed like, I think she was, Drinking a lot because she was probably like, I gotta get drunk because it's like I'm yeah not on the show and like it was awkward like, but it was just fun to see her. You know, I'm good with Vicky getting sprinkled in. Like Gina, Gina, that's what Gina said she wants to. I'm good with that. I'm actually, I would like to see her get her orange back to be honest Mm -hmm. next season, but um, we'll talk about that later. But Mm -hmm. we have to talk about so basically before this lunch, Tamara met up with Emily and they both revealed that Heather Dubrow, I guess, had an has had some pretty intimate conversations with Shannon Bedore and Shannon revealed some things about John Jansen that she probably didn't want repeated. According to Tamara and Emily, Heather has shared that information with them. So Tamara is not liking it. She doesn't think Heather's being a good friend by doing that. So Heather, Tamara is the one that delivers the information to Shannon, like, hey, you know, she says, you know, you, how are you and Shannon? Or, or I mean, how are you and Heather? Um, Shannon says they're good, which is funny because they showed the flashback to last season where Heather basically threatened her life. That's the soap um, opera moment when it's not a threat. Yeah. Um, like, you Max, like you're not auditioning to get the Oscar here, honey. Yeah. And she's <laughs> like, so, so are you guys better? And, and Shannon's like, yeah, like I totally trust her now. And she's like, do you confide in her? And Shannon's like, yeah. And then Tamara's like, do you think she would ever say anything you tell her? And Shannon's like, no, I don't. And Tamara just looks at her and Shannon's like, oh God, like, what did she say? And it was so funny. Vicky's like, you got to say it. You got to say it now or something. Um, and I think in that moment, Shannon knew that it was destructive and that the things she said about John were not good because she like was like, oh, no, Tamara, don't do it. Don't do this to me. You yeah. know, gets up, goes over to producers and says, like, let's stop filming. Like, if this comes out, my relationship is over. This isn't cool. Like, et cetera. And then Tamara goes over and consoles her and, you know, whatever. And the episode ends with it to be continued. So we don't know what that information is yet, but I can't tell if like, you know, what is it? Like, is Tamara really doing that to like, I don't know. Like they just repaired their friendship. It's just shocking that Tamara would be like. No, I think, I think it was more her trying to stir up issues to throw onto Heather Dubrow. That's what I took out of it. Like, it right. Was more but like, what I'm saying is, is uh, I guess unless you don't mention what the information is and you're just going to be like, hey, you shouldn't be trusting Heather. I mean, Tamara's the one that brought it up on camera now, you know? So I don't know. We'll have to see if that affects their friendship. I don't know what Shannon said about John, but clearly it probably leads to their split because we know they split at the end of the season. Yeah. So, you know, it's, we're getting that kind of sprinkled in there. Um, yeah. She really panicked in that moment and was like, oh, yeah. God. Oh. And then Vicky sat there by herself and made that weird noise. What noise was that? That was the most bizarre noise ever. People on Twitter were like, it's get, like Mickey Mouse or something. I'm like, uh, did, is she like croaking? Like, what's going on over there? I don't know. I don't know. I she just sat there because she probably knew like she can't like get into the mix too much. Like, cause she's like not a full time cast member. So she kind of yeah. just, then she's also like, this isn't really like, this doesn't involve me. Like, who cares? Like, I kind of like that Vicky was just like, I'm going to keep chilling and me too. Eating the Mexican food and drinking my tequila. Like, peace out. Um, but another great episode of OC. I really like OC. I get excited when the episodes come. We get the screeners. It's mm-hmm. been a super fun season. Definitely my favorite of the New York, Atlanta OC trifecta that we have yeah. right now. Um, OC is my favorite for sure. 
Me too. And that is why I'm super excited that we're going to talk to Jen in just a few seconds. So hang around and we'll get to that interview next. Welcome back, everyone. We are so excited because we have none other than Real Houses of Orange County star Jennifer Pedranti. Welcome, Jen. Hi, guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, of course. We're so excited to have you. You are an amazing addition to Real Houses of Orange County, probably the best addition in years, if you ask us. Well, thank you. (laughs) That's a big statement, and I appreciate that. That's what we've been saying. We really like what you brought to the show so far. Thank you. I appreciate it, you guys. Um, obviously you have a lot going on this season. You're, you know, you're front and center with all of it. So how are you taking with this being your first season on such a big show? It's so interesting. You guys, I, I have said it a few times. I think I came in a bit naive. I thought I was going to come in with Tamara. I thought I'm going to meet these like powerful opinionated women. We're going to dive into my divorce and being this like yoga mom who left and and then I'm like, pump the brakes. Wait, what? You know, yeah. we're talking about Ryan. And um, it was a, it was a bit of, it's been a bit shocking at times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, I guess, thought your divorce would be more playing out as opposed to your relationship with Ryan with all the other women. I did. I didn't even think Ryan, I mean, I thought Ryan and I lived this, what I call like this beautiful life. And so I knew Ryan and I, he's my partner. So I knew there would be that element of, I'm dating Ryan, my ex-husband's dating somebody, but I did not know we were going to dip into so much of Ryan's past. And that was going to be like my intro to these women. And, you know, it, it didn't make it easy for sure. Yeah. Did you feel kind of blindsided? I mean, I mean, you say that, but what I mean is, um, I guess, did you expect Tamara to sort of come at you with these accusations about Ryan? Um, I don't know. I mean, what surprised you the most about that? Because you guys were friends. That, that, that surprised me because what, you know, what you have to understand is you're talking about three years ago. So three years, I was still at cup fitness three years. Ryan was there. Um, Tamron Eddie went on a trip to Mexico with Ryan. Uh, they were in Ryan's backyard. And so now here we go all these years later. And it's like, wait, why are we talking about when did you have these Feelings. feelings yeah. Why did we never have? Why did we never have these conversations? You know, yeah. and so it blindsided. Yeah. Yeah. Did you feel like it was kind of convenient that Tamara was bringing it out all on the show when she hadn't before the camera started rolling? How do you not feel that way? Right. Yeah. How How do you make it make sense any other way? And I will say I give a lot of credit. She's very good at what she does. You know, she has said herself when the camera comes on. I just go, I can't help it. But, you know, it's kind of like, but I would have said you were my real friend and what you're saying really hurts. And that's for me where it gets blurred. Like I just can't, I'm, I'm having a hard time understanding or making sense of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's interesting because Tamara is obviously the one talking about the most now on the show, but in the beginning of the season, Gina is actually the one that brings up the beginning of you and Ryan's relationship and and the controversial start of it. Um, why do you think Gina's really not getting, because obviously you've watched it back. Is that something you might yeah. address at the reunion or is it just you a mean different address G- You know, I kind of disagree with that. I, I agree with you that 
um, the infidelity was hard for Gina and Gina did bring that up. But I think Tamara was very smart to segue right in with mm-hmm. everything that she had been fed or everything. Yeah. I think it was an opportunity. I think she thinks along the line of good ratings or storyliners. It has to be that because yeah. if it really was for her, all those things, I feel like Tamara and I's friendship warranted enough, at least one conversation in the past. So I do think it was hard for Gina, but I think it was an opportunity for Tamara to open up the can of worms. Yeah. And she took that opportunity. All right. <laughs> she did. Yeah. She uh, did. Last, last week was the napkin throw, whichever all the fans have been waiting for watching yeah. it back. Did it, enrage you when you saw how she treated you because you were very calm in that moment you were very namaste (laughs) um well thank you i work on that very hard you know what it was um it was actually what happened before and so we were all walking into nobu that night some of the ladies needed to use the restrooms we were not mic'd or you know no cameras yet and tamara and i were talking and she even is like putting lip gloss on me like here you know she's putting lip gloss on me and she says you know is does ryan hate me And I said, no, Tamara, Ryan does not hate you. And she said, you know, I owe him an apology. And I said, I wish you would do that. He deserves it. You know, I wish you would do that. And she said, I want to have fun with you tonight. And I said, I want to have fun tonight. And I go upstairs. I was like, thank you, God. Finally, I'm going to get to have some drinks. Finally, I'm not going to be under the attack. Finally, I get to have fun with these women and, and show them who I am. And I heard her under her breath say something. And so you have to understand when the napkin happened, It was even double shock because that's two minutes prior to that. We were talking about fun, having this amazing fun night together. And then why, like, where in the hell did that go wrong in a minute of, in a span of five minutes? And so, yeah, the napkin, I I was, I was just shocked. Like, I don't even know what to make. How do you even make sense of this? So you weren't filming when she said those nice things to you and about Ryan. Nope. So again, no. then it was like a 180 when you're upstairs. Nope. Yeah, the cameras are on. And there. then we sit down upstairs. And you know, truly, uh, I did watch it back. And I think she even says to me, uh, I want to have I want to have fun, Jen, tonight. And mm-hmm. I think I sit there and say, So do I. Like, so do I. And she ordered a shot. And I'm, you know, and then that's why when I tell you when I heard her under her breath do that thing she does. I just thought, you gotta freaking be kidding me. Like, mm-hmm. and then I had just had enough. I told her to watch it and she just right in my face. It's kind of sad watching the deterioration of your friendship, if that is the fair word to use. It's um, playing out. Is it sad for you? It's it is sad to me. And and I think what's even sadder for me is I now, you know, I hear now, Tamara, what she's saying. And I've heard everything from I didn't bring her on or I've heard, you know, all these things. And I think back now going, you asked me today, I'm going to tell you that was my friend and I would have stood by her. I, my friends matter to me. Um, I don't know. I am like, was any of our friendship ever real for her? Did I ever matter? Is everything a moving piece for Tamara? Has she been in this world too long? She Mm -hmm. has, you know, and so the things Tamara says hurt because it was real for me. She was real for me. She also just said on Watch What Happens Live this week when she was on with Emily that you and Ryan were going to break up and you Mm -hmm. stayed with him when you were in the mix to get on the show. Is there any truth to that? Can we talk about that? I mean, honestly, I'm in a a relationship that I'm just being cheated on, but I'm just going to write it out and hope I get cast on the show. I mean, that doesn't even make sense. Mm. And we have talked, you know, those times, Tamara and I were talking and 
she would tell me, ask me if I'd heard anything. And I, she would tell me that she was having a meeting that day. And, you know, remember that, remember if they ask Ryan and Eddie are really close and remember to tell them. And so then to flip it and say, Mm. oh, he was cheating on her then. And she was just trying to get cast. Sometimes I want to say, do you actually believe this? Like, do you believe everything you're saying? Do you remember the conversations we actually had in real life? Um, it's hard. No, I was not in a cheating relationship and just hoping to God to get casted. Not okay. at all. So where is that information coming from? If anywhere, her? I don't know. I think she now is very close with Heather and you guys have to understand Heather and Ryan, not Dubrow, yeah. um, the friend that came on the show. Yeah. Um, Heather and Ryan would have said they were like brother and sister. Um, so they knew a lot about each other. And what's sad is, you know, when I met Heather and when I was at the gym with Tamara, we were in, like I said, it was COVID. Ryan came in and the us girls would just laugh and talk and, and Tamara included. Yeah. Tamara would talk about the hot guy, nothing against Eddie. She's, I did not say any of that. Like she loves her husband. She was just talking. Tamara talks. Yeah. yeah. And we would give Heather so much shit. Like that's not your friend. Like you two are not friends. Um, you must be, you know, we would just give each other all kinds of hell about it. And at that time, when, when, when Heather and I would leave the gym, if I were to say, uh, put a text together, let's me, you and Heather go get lunch. Heather would call me right away. I'm not going with Tamara. She's the center of attention. She's this, she's that. Um, now I'm like, it's so ironic. Tamara's back on the show and now you two are best friends. I mean, all of it is, is a little bit yuck for me. Do you think, um, Heather's trying to get on the show, like more, obviously she was on this week, but are you, do you think she's trying to get like an official role on the show? Tamara told me that she, um, submitted herself this last season in casting. And then Tamara said that she didn't make it through. I don't remember what, I don't remember what round, mm -hmm. um, maybe, you know, yeah. maybe, maybe Heather would want to get on the show and maybe she'd be great. Maybe the two of them could just, you know, do what they do. I, that approach doesn't work for me, but yeah. they seem to kind of roll the same way. Yeah. And something we were talking about as well is like, we're curious why Tamara and Ryan haven't sat down yet. Is that something that might happen later this season? Or is that just something one of them doesn't want to do? Ryan was open to it at all times. Cause he, like me was trying to understand how did we go from it? We've been fine for so long. And now yeah. this is all, now this is all happening. Um, you will see, like we go on it, we do have a dinner and then we are together and Tamara's so fun with Ryan and they have these fun moments. Mm -hmm. And then it, you know, it's like, I just keep saying it was like this roller coaster. Like, yeah. this, I'm so sorry. I love you. Tank. I'm so sorry. I love you. Tank. I, Ryan and I are having a blast. She's chasing Ryan around at dinner one night and it's on film and they're having so much freaking fun. Tank. Um, yeah, you're, you will see all oh of it. Gosh. Yeah. You're on the roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, I mean, buckle up, baby. Yeah. How is um you and you're in Ryan's relationship holding up, watching the show back and seeing everything that's coming out and seeing that Tamara and even some of the other women are saying. It was not fair during filming because I got, I let things get noisy for me and I brought it home and Ryan, thank God was such a great backstop. And he would sit me down and be, we would have amazing conversations and filming, watching it and filming, filming it and watching it is not easy, but we're just like, I don't know. We just kind of, now we just have to like laugh about it. Like what the hell? Um, I hope there's an opportunity 
I hope there's another opportunity. Uh, there's a whole other side I wish people could see. I wish people could see how in love and happy and prioritized and the kids. And I wish they could see it all. It's unfortunate that they don't, but I'm hopeful for that. He must be frustrated that this is all coming out, right? This is that this is happening. It's such a, it feels like such a personal attack for him that he doesn't understand. And he's always like, you know, if I dated Tamara or if you were the reason and Tamara and I broke up or something, like if there was something for her to be mad about, Mm -hmm. okay, I can put some sense to that, but we just can't make sense of it. So it is bothersome for him. He's like, I'm not even on the damn show. Why, why is this all, you know, coming up about me? And I just, I'm like, I'm so sorry. You might as well hold an orange with you, girls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just step on up. Yeah, let it say. Um, do you think you and Heather Amin could be friends moving forward? Friends again? I say this. I, I say this. Um, I love I, my friends matter to me, and they weren't my friends for any other reason other than they must have been women in my life that I loved. And I can understand an apology. I can move forward, but it has to be real. Like at this point. I don't know how you go back, you know, I don't know how, and maybe, but maybe, you know, maybe there's a conversation of a lot of pain and hurt for her that I don't know. So, um, I'm open to conversations, Mm -hmm. but they have to be real. Yeah. As for all the other women, who do you feel closest with and who do you feel like has been a support system to you in terms of the other girls? Taylor Armstrong from go like has just like, I love you. I'm like, okay, I love you too. Um, she's awesome. Shannon has been very supportive. And I was super surprised by that. And Gina has been great. And then I told you we had this amazing dinner with the Dubros. I actually really look forward to getting to know Heather. And I would have told you, Emily, um, I really, really had, I I like loved Emily. I loved her, um, how smart she is. I love her passion for her family and her husband. I'm a little bummed, you know, some of the things that have come up of of recent, such a bummer, but um, I would have said Emily too. Yeah, I think she called Ryan a douchebag on Watch What Happens Live. Yeah, and you know what sucks about that is this is what I this is what I get like it's frustrating. You know, I heard things, I've heard things in the past. You know, we've all heard things. I I don't know specifics, but something like Shane used to be inattentive or whatever. And when I met Emily, I wasn't like, hmm, I bet you kind of have a shitty husband. Never. Yeah. I would listen to this woman share and she smiled when she talked about him. That's who I believe. And it's like, so you're now you're gonna sit next to Tamara and you know, do that thing. It's, it's, it's a bummer. Yeah. Um, what can you tease about the rest of the season? I know we're a little bit, I don't even think we're halfway through yet. We're just about, this is our favorite season in years, by the way. Yeah. yeah. It's really good. Oh, it is so, right. Yeah, we had Gina on last week. We were telling Gina this and obviously she's been on for some years now and she feels like this is the right group of people. Mm-hmm. And that's how we feel as fans too. So I think it's all vibing really well. Thank you for saying that. What can you, you think you've seen and heard? enough you <laughs> have not seen and heard anything so um you are also along for a long ride how do you and uh vicky get along because we know she's going to pop up again and go she's on the mexico trip right yeah. Later this yep. how do you guys get along because she's very close to tamra yeah she's very close to tamra um you know what's interesting to me about vicky i felt like she wanted to mother like um like word of the wise like she was always like um you know she was sweet with me she was very sweet with me. She was very opinionated about Ryan. And I, I do get a little bit 
tire that because you don't know him. And right. I, I laugh because there's this conversation and she's giving me all this insight about a relationship she was in and comparing this man to Ryan. And then somebody said to me, you know that the man she's talking about faked cancer. And I was oh like, Oh my God, it's broad. Like, what is she talking about? But, but I think in, in being honest with you, I think Vicki thinks she means well. And I think she's, from what she's heard, she's trying to give me advice. And so I will appreciate that. You didn't know about the Brooks thing, the cancer thing? No, that's who, and that's who she was talking oh, about. Yeah. That's yeah. who she was talking about. Yes. And Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh my God. And so whenever <laughs> Ryan and I were talking about it after I'm like, she dated this man and he faked and Ryan and I were like, Oh my God, you're compared to him. Like, this is horrible. You have to yeah, go back and watch those seasons. It's like season, I don't know, like seven through nine or something. Okay. It's so good. If you have time, yeah. it's, it's, I, I should, I feel like I remember a little bit maybe about Brooks or I don't know, but yeah, when, whenever I put it all together, I was like, well, shit. That's yeah, because Tamara, Tamara was not a fan of Brooks. Nobody was. No, but I guess she probably clear. wasn't wrong in that situation. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah that was di- yeah, that was di- yeah, very different. Yeah, Jen, were you a fan of the show beforehand, and were you in the mix to get in on the show before season seventeen? Um, when my kids were little, it was like put the kids to bed. I loved the show, and then for whatever reason, I don't know if it was opening the business or whatever, I kind of fell off the housewife thing. But I knew Tamara. And so I kind of felt like I would hear through Tamara here and there about things. And then, um, see, I told you season 14, I didn't get it. And then that was it for me. Um, and honestly, I was bummed. I kind of, th- I thought I went into that casting at that time. Like, you know, I don't know, whatever, this will be kind of crazy. And then it, when you go towards the end, I was bummed that it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And then when they called back, um, I was like, oh, wow, I'm going through a divorce. I'm dating. My ex is dating. I don't think I'm right for you. And they were probably like, you're perfect. Yeah. <laughs> you know, on the show. we like you. We love it. How different would your experience have been, do you think, if you were in 14? Because I guess you would have been instead of Bronwyn. How different do you think everything would have played out for you? You know what? It wouldn't have worked. Yeah. Actually, I can look back at it now and it wouldn't have worked. And Will and I's lives, it wouldn't have worked for it. And I know Ryan and I are taking a beating right now. but if I really could show up and be who I want, like who I want people to know myself with the kids and Ryan and our lives, um, it works so much better than it, than it would have when I was married. And, and I do think that's why timing, it always works out the way it's supposed to. For sure. Well, thank you so much, Jen. That's all the time today. Um, we're looking forward to the rest of the season and see how it all plays out. Me too. (laughs) Well, thank you. Thank you guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks.